SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. Yeah, we'll get a law expert to try and explain that. We, we do watch a lot of these court cases and we rely on experts to be able to guide us. Let's see if we can get an expert to explain uh, punishments. A life sentence with options for parole. Can you get a life sentence without an option for parole? The fact that you're having two life sentences run concurrently, does that mean your parole is later? Uh, It'll be interesting to find out. We'll see if we can get a a legal expert and have a long chat about that. Now though, speaking of justice, South African Competitions Commission has found that Red Roses Africa, previously registered as Main Street 669 PTY Limited, charged the South African Police Service excessive amounts during the National State of Disaster and they've referred the matter to the Competition Tribunal for Prosecution. Explain how the investigation was carried out in relation to that, we're speaking to senior analyst for cartels at the Competition Commission, Manda Lambani. Uh, Manda, thank you very much for joining us. It, it took a while. How did you find out, and and how did you go about researching this South African, uh, this company, Red Roses Africa? Yes, uh, thank you, John, and uh, afternoon to your listeners at home. So yes, uh, it took a while. Uh, part of the reason is that. Uh, uh, as, a, as you will know, uh, this happened in the height of the pandemic. Mm. So the commission received many cases except for the SAPS. But what is unique about the SAPS case is that uh, this was the first kind of excessive pricing case in the context of a procurement. You know, when you go out and tender, uh, you get, you put a tender there, people interested parties come. So uh, that was a first uh, in that context. And many of these firms were raising issues around uh, excessive pricing in a context of tender to argue that uh, a, 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 an entity that issues tender has got a lot of alternatives for it to complain about excessiveness. But mm. other than that, it being a first case, so the commu- out of the many cases that we received, we quickly, those that we could quickly finalize, we took them to the tribunal. And uh, once the tribunal has clarified the, the law, as you will know that we took uh, the first cases in September 2020, which was fairly quickly, given the fact that the complaint was received around May. Uh, so the tribunal came back to us in April 2022 with the first case to Tumani to confirm that indeed uh, uh, we can uh, have a, a situation of excessive pricing in the context of the of uh, uh, public uh, of procurement. And the other, the next one was Blue Collar, which was handed down only last month. So the certainty in law also, uh, also we, which the commission wanted, also contributed to that. But also, uh, Red Roses defended itself, exercised its rights, and we had to go throughout all the processes in order to finalize the matter. It takes two to tango. When when Red Roses, what are they? They supplied hand sanitizer, four thousand seven hundred rand for twenty five liters, a mark of, of two hundred and thirty six percent. But it takes two to tango. Did the police? Is, is, was there somebody involved on that side as well? So, uh, John, uh, remember, in the context of the competition uh, uh, commission, uh, you will know that we investigate cases that might be that involve coordinated conduct which can be curtailed like price fixing, market division, and um, uh, others. But uh, excessive pricing, here we are dealing with the uh, conduct by a dominant firm. It's not coordinated conduct. It's a unilateral conduct in the space of competition law, which means that a dominant firm can charge a, its own price without coordinating with any other of its competitors. Right. Hence, we are able to say, uh, and this dominance uh, on the red roses came out of the context of the pandemic. 
there were scarce resources, so that gave a uh, red rose dominance. Whether or not there is some involvement on the side of uh, SAGS, surely that uh, obviously that is not within the scope of the the commission. Okay. Other other bodies like SIU or the Hawks can comment on that. But from the competition side, we were looking at excessive pricing, and we are saying during that particular period at the height of the pandemic, mm. Red Roses had the necessary stock, which was in scarce, which was very scarce, and SAPS had no choice because it, need, it needed to put its uh, uh, staff members on the ground to man the, the, the lockdown. They had to take each and every price. Yeah, I understand. All right, but let me let me throw something at you, and maybe you can explain in my business mm-hmm. head. In my yes. business head, if I have a scarce product and mm-hmm. somebody really, really wants it, and they've got the money, I can raise that price up. It's supply and demand. Yes, but uh, not to a level where it raised to exploitation to uh, to be exploitative. Right. You can see as we 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 we, we indicate in our statement that uh, the markup. The gross markup that uh, Red Roses derived is 236%. Mm. This is, they charged 4,700 4, for a product that at the time, the average distribution cost was uh, 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 in the market was about 1,600. And this is the total okay. distribution cost. Right. Yeah. Okay, so it's excessive. They they were gouging it, out the police. They were gouging out right. out of the, the the pandemic situation. It's excessive. When we say it's excessive, John, we're simply saying that it does not bear any relation to the cost of red roses providing the yes. procuring and supplying that good to any other customer. That's what we're simply saying. It's exploitative. What will it's also ha- unreasonable? All right. What will yes. happen to red roses now? What sort of punishment is handed down to companies like this? So as we have seen from the uh, the two that were were handed down by the tribunal, uh, Tutuman and Red Roses, uh, Red Roses, they were fined uh, 10% of their uh, the affected turnover, which is basically the total value of the tender that they, the the, the amount that they derive from SAPS tender. Okay. We we hope that the tribunal will also uh, move along the same lines, but uh, it's too early to tell since the matter still have to be dealt with at the, uh, the, the the competition tribunal. Red Roses at this stage is still defending itself. Uh, okay, just to say that again, Ted, so they they're paying back the money that they got from the police, in essence. Yeah, they they have to pay back uh, uh, when the tribunal uh, uh, impose a fine. They have to pay back that money to the commission, and the commission takes the money back to treasure. It it seems like a little slap on the wrist. It's it doesn't seem like it. You know, what will stop them from doing it again? Yes, uh, look, we we have had uh, that challenge. Uh, you might have also had during the the the, the interviews for judges or at the competition appeal court at the judicial services commission. Some members raised this uh, issue that it seems the fines that are imposed by the competition authorities are a slip in the wrist. But uh, currently, this is where we are. In terms of the law, we can only charge up to a maximum of 10%. Uh, that is what we are limited to in terms of legislation. But it's not all lost, John, because uh, if uh, and when the tribunal confirms the commission's finding and find that Red Rose is indeed contravening the act, mm. uh, any other party who has been harmed by this conduct, in this case, SAPS, they can pursue a civil damages case. Uh, against uh, red roses over and above the fine that would have been imposed by the tribunal to recover directly from red roses. Okay, we'll leave it there. Manda Lambani, thank you very much. Senior Analyst for Cartels at the Competition Commission.